Hi, I'm Stuart Spinks and welcome to episode 291 of my podcast, Beekeeping Short and Sweet. Well, this week we have a preview of the beekeeping show due to be held on February the 24th here in the UK. And I'm joined by Rob Nicholas to give us a feel for what to expect. Beekeeping Short and Sweet, a beekeeping podcast for the inquisitive beekeeper with a short attention span. A beekeeper, in fact, just like me. Today's podcast is sponsored in part by Healthy Bees, Heavy Hives, a new book on beekeeping today with a focus on helping you maximise your yields and, hopefully, increasing profitability in beekeeping. Featuring clear diagrams and beautiful photographs, that complement a relaxed and humorous writing style which is both enjoyable and informative to read. Available now at Northern Bee Books, Amazon and all good bookstores both online and in your high street. You'll find links in today's podcast notes. Morning Rob, thanks for joining me today to talk about the beekeeping show. Are you well? I'm very well, thank you Stuart. Good morning to you as well. Now, we're, uh, we're here to talk about the beekeeping show, but before we kick on with information about the show, do you want to just give us a flavour of your beekeeping business and, and kind of who you are so my listeners can, can kind of gauge where you're at in terms of beekeeping? Yes, so I'm Rob Nicholas. We have a business called Meadow Honey Farm, which is based in Oxfordshire, and the bees are based in Oxfordshire and Berkshire. We run approximately 300 production colonies, mainly for honey production. We started the business around 19 years ago and have developed up to this uh, scale, went uh, professional and joined the Bee Farmers Association in 2010. So being a BFA member now for, for coming up 14 years. Being a member for 14 years has now turned into me actually being the chair of the Bee Farmers Association as well. So that, that's a role that I hold within the BFA and knits very well together with other activities that we do. We get to meet some wonderful bee farmers and we go to all the great events that are associated with the BFA. And uh, as part of that, we kind of realised that uh, that a, a a proper decent trade show was needed for the beekeeping industry, an independent trade show. Sure. So uh, that's how the, the idea was, was, was spawned between several of us that put, came together to, to, to bring this idea of bringing a trade show to the beekeeping world of the UK. And uh, that the inaugural show was last year. That was the first beekeeping show. We ran the show for the first time last year. This year's show is actually seen an increase in the amount of exhibitors. For those of you that went to last year's show, you will remember that we had the seminar area to the uh, left-hand side of the hall in a shell scheme. We're delighted to, to tell you that this year, that actually that seminar area is actually in a separate room, which will be far better for people to enjoy the uh, showcases and the demos that happen in that area with far better audio. Also, you'll remember from last year's show that the, the catering offering was at the very far end of the hall. Yep. That catering is now in a separate room as well because we've been, uh, uh, we've been able to fill the, the entire hall with stands for the show this year. So we've seen a great uh, expanse in the amount of trade area that we're able to offer. 
Fantastic. Uh, last year, I, I'm right in thinking there was nearly 2,000 people attended the show. Well, that's quite a number. Uh, yeah, it, we, we, we were, the official number was just over 1,850. But okay. that, that was a genuine number. That didn't include cleaners, security guards, and anywhere else that you <laughs> wish to uh, add in to make up a number. Yeah, we're, we're aiming this year for the 2,000 uh, and hopefully the plus of that as well. Cool. And in terms of exhibitors last year, can you remember how many you kind of had last year compared to this year? It must so th- this year we have uh, f- 59 exhibitors currently, okay. and there, there are a couple of unconfirmed, whereas last year we actually had 54. Okay. So there's a bit of expanse, but what yep. interestingly has happened as well is we've got people that, for whatever reason, have not come back to join us, and uh, we've got some new interest, but we've also seen some people that have expanded the amount of space that they want because they saw the opportunity from the show last year and want bigger spaces. So that's good for everybody. And in terms of the visitors that are coming, do you have any idea of experience levels that you had last year? So how many kind of beginner beekeepers would, would come along? So we, we, we have no obvious way of measuring that, but what, right. what we were able to do just by talking to people was to work out that we had people arriving at the show that had just possibly signed up for a beekeeping course, so right. they knew nothing. Um, so actually, that's brilliant. They come along to the show and want to learn about it. And we had some of the largest volume bee farmers in the UK at the show and anywhere in between. But what I think is key in all this, and I think this is something that's come out of the back back of the COVID um, pandemic, is actually through that period, everybody was ordering everything online. Now, yeah. we all know online purchasing can get us out of trouble because we're short of frames or we're short of a roof or short of a floor. But we will go to who we know to purchase that and well who will reliably get that to us in the time scale that we want it having said that the advantage of a show is you can actually go out touch and feel in everything that's at the show so the suits the quality of the woodwork and all the packaging materials etc even down to people demonstrating their apps for beekeeping so actually the whole thing is about building relationships distance selling doesn't allow you to build that relationship and i think that is to be said that someone will go along and think actually i really think that in my humble opinion is the better product but i've looked at five others and they've got a balanced view so i think from a perspective of public facing and building those relationships is totally invaluable actually yeah and can i just confirm that you're going to be at the telford international center again we are back at the Telford International Centre. It was a very good venue for us. We, we spent a lot of time choosing the venue because venue is key, really, from the terms of getting people there easily off of the motorway network. There's the ability for people to take a discounted rate on hotel rooms on site, which are there are three hotels on site and two slightly off site. So that the people may choose actually to make the whole experience and say, we'll come down and we'll have a meal in the evening, stay the hotel. We're there ready. We haven't got to travel the next morning. We have great rail links and bus links to the venue, including great rail link um, from uh, Birmingham Airport as well. So for anyone right. coming in from uh, Europe or anywhere else, they can get to the show very, very easily. It's okay. very accessible. And in terms of not just exhibitors, uh, although there is there's a huge list of exhibitors, I was going to run through some of them, but I think mm-hmm. the easiest way for me to to talk about some of the exhibitors is to to also mention the fact that not only do you have the 
seminars running again this year, but you've also yep. got a demo theatre running in the afternoon. So let's just talk about the seminars because you've got a fantastic host uh, running those seminars for you this year. Oh, hang on, it's me. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well done. Thank you. Thank you for that, Stuart. You, you introduced yourself very well there. <laughs> You've got me, um, for some reason, hosting these showcases. Can we just have a quick run through the businesses that are uh, listed for the, the showcase? It's going to help me because then I can get a little bit of information about them. But we're kicking off at 9.30 in the morning. It, we are. And it's not in the main hall this time, you're saying? No, so it's in a separate separate uh, room, which is just off of the side of the hall, um, which you can access from inside the trade hall. There's an entrance out to it, or there is an entrance that comes in from one of the main access routes round to catering as well. So it's in a separate room. So it will make people being able to listen, whether they wish to stand at the back or sit on the seated area, very much easier to understand and hear what's going on. I, yeah. I think that's a that's a great idea. One, I think the only, not complaint, the only thing that I thought about it last year was being someone who struggles to hear sometimes. It was quite noisy in the main hall with the seminar, and, it, mm. and it's great to see that you've taken on the views of people and been able to move it into a, a separate room. I think that's going to be... Uh, really good both for the people that are attending to listen but also for the speakers that are giving up their time to come along and and talk and demonstrate their products so 9 30 when we kick off you've got b dot watch is that how you would say yeah, it? yeah so we've got yeah b but we tend to be referred to as b watch um, okay. um and that that's a company that predominantly is is looking at apps to manage your beehives they do have the upside down entrance which is a, a novel entrance to a beehive shall we say i okay. think if you want to learn more about it have a look at the show or come and listen to the talk i think that's probably enough of an in, yeah, intro there no absolutely yeah. and these talks are relatively short so people can get in listen yeah. to something that they're interested in and then get back out into the main hall. So I think yeah. that's a good thing as well. So, so the intention is it's, it's a kind of a 20-minute presentation, 15 to 20-minute presentation with some questions. But, Stuart, you, you've got some work to do here as well because you've got to turn the room around for the next presenter and get everything well, was, going as well. Yeah, That was what I was going to say. If the next one's on at 10 o'clock and people are getting up to leave the room and then come in again, I'm going to have to crack a whip or something and, and yeah. get people shifting. So, yeah. yeah and, we're, and we're not going to be able to play music so you can do musical chairs. So, you're just going to have okay. to uh, hope that people leave really quickly and uh, take their <laughs> we'll seats. Again. We'll see how I get on. <laughs> 10 o'clock, we've got Bees for Development. Most yes. people will be aware of Bees. They will. One of one of the uh, two two sort of major charities in this country uh, raising money for, for, for bees in the developing world. They're coming to do it to talk about their work and, and hopefully we can look, look at uh, people support both of the charities that we have both bees for development at 10 o'clock and bees abroad at 11 30 i've jumped slightly forward on the program but i thought i would cover them both with the same that, um, that's the, fine the yeah no that's great and then closely following bees for development we have busy bees cosmetics that's we did. Kevin and julie thorne isn't it it is, which are relatively local to you, I but well, yep. not directly, the same yeah, part of the country well. anyway, yeah. Uh, and and they, they're both uh, members of the bee farmers, and, and Julie has developed the, the cosmetic side of the business, and she will be there to talk about expanding your the product range that with Beeswax Cosmetics. Now, that is uh, to say, well, actually, how can you do it? But also, they will offer to sell you at a wholesale rate as well, so you're able to sell cosmetics that are 
correctly licensed and are ready for sale. I think that's the big issue with cosmetics, isn't it? You've you've yeah. got to be licensed or have all the the right gear to do it. And it's actually, I think this is a really good opportunity for people to increase their product range without having to do a lot of the work. And I must get Julie on to to have a chat on the podcast separately because I think it's a really interesting idea. So following on from Busy Bee Cosmetics, we've got Hive Alive. That's a that's a feed, isn't it? It is. It's a feed feed supplement, actually, and uh, and and it's quite well known within the the beekeeping world. But uh, we all know that increasingly, I think we're all becoming aware that nutrition is key into keeping bees. Actually, in the same way as nutrition is key to us, in the same way it is key to keeping bees as well. So Hive Alive will be there to talk about the science behind their product and how it can help maintain the health and improve the health of your bees for a better crop effectively fantastic yeah Uh, and then we've touched on bees abroad i actually interviewed bees abroad on the podcast last year so i know a little bit about them so it'll be good to catch up with those guys that's 11 30 12 o'clock laped is that how you yeah laped laped is uh is a is an international uh leader in in bee feed products so they have a various catalogue of both liquid feeds and uh, fondant feeds with different active ingredients so that you can match it to the needs of your bees and i'm going to embarrass myself with the next speaker at 12 30 because i have no idea how you pronounce this nuchii Nucci, yeah, yeah. You, uh, whether either of us is right or wrong, we'll have to be put right on the day. But we might Nucci just check time. that with the presenter. Yeah. No, yeah. I had a look at their website. I, I've been through all of the websites. These look like fantastic long hives. That they are, and they're very new to the market. They're born in 2023, effectively, as a company, as a product that's been in a long form of development. An incredibly sustainable beehive. It is a, a long hive, as you suggest, but I really think this is one to, to watch because they've got some really in, innovative um, parts about their hives, like the legs and everything else, which I, I won't go into too much detail oh. because I, I'll ruin their uh, presentation. But And again, Mark Meadows, the founder of yep. uh, New, Nucci. Nucci Hive. Yeah. Nucci Hives. Someone else for me to get on the podcast, I suspect. And he's um, down in Essex, so not too far yes, away. Yes, not too far us. away. No. Uh, okay. And then finally, Luke and Susie from Northumberland Honey, who I know quite well. Yes. Yeah, indeed. And they're coming to talk about their mead making from making to drinking, which, uh, which you know, is, is always the best part for us is the drinking of it. But uh, they're here to talk about it. And obviously, they're very well known for their sparkling mead, which is a, you know, a bit of an industry first in this country. Absolutely. Champagne style. I've seen the, the way they do the bottle twisting and all that kind of stuff so it'll be interesting to to meet up with luke and and find out a little bit more about their mead making too so that's all of the seminars that i'm going to be hosting and then once i've finished all of my work i'm going to dash over to the demo theater is that also in a separate room that is actually the same room so you won't have to Ah. dash very far at all (laughs) okay Um, so uh, me and lawrence can kind of pass in the middle of the the whole, unless I'm running terribly late, of course, and then yes, indeed, you, you're probably needing your lunch by then, Stuart. To be and, honest uh, with you, yes, yeah. Um, and Lawrence Edwards from Black Mountain Honey is hosting the demo theatre, mainly so that I can get out and have a look at some of the exhibits that we've got. And he's got four different speakers, but this is this is demonstrations, so this mm. isn't just 
talks. This is actual physical demonstrations. Is that right? They are, they are physical demonstration. And it's going to be a bit like, dare I say it, a Blue Peter type experience. Because actually nailing a hive together and constructing it live in, in a trade hall on nice tables that are fairly flimsy is probably not the best idea. So it might be a bit of a Blue Peter moment where here's one I made earlier and the next okay. step. You know, we're, we're perhaps not going to get to Tracy Island, but we'll get to at least a national <laughs> hive, hopefully. So that's Richard Rickett from yeah, Richard Rickett, yeah. Is is doing the constructing your first beehive. So if you're new to beekeeping and you've not yet built your beehive, then it would be well worth popping along for that demonstration. It's fairly straightforward, but there are some areas of putting together a beehive that will trip you up unless you have already seen one being put together. Following that, we've got Becky Chad from Becky's Bees, mm-hmm. uh, who is going to demonstrate extracting your first honey crop it won't be a sticky demonstration need i say <laughs> it may use dry frames and so on and so okay. forth but it will be there will be an extractor there and there will be all the different tools and bits and pieces right. borrowed from stands at the show to show you how to do it because obviously um, clearly if she extracted honey at the show it couldn't be consumed anyway so uh, yeah, yeah. it wouldn't be in a food safe place but it will give an idea to anyone particularly those that are coming new to beekeeping of how to do and this is really the idea of this is anyone can go along and pick up ideas of how to do things differently because actually we all do that every day as far as i'm concerned is a school day and you must always be open to new ideas and there are new and innovative products out there but the key thing really with all of these demos including becky's one is just showing people the basics of how to do it they can go around the show and see the more advanced way to do it okay and then at 2 30 We've got beeswax candle making. This has got danger written all over it as well. So yes, it has, um, yeah. uh, presumably, will there be molten wax? Uh, uh, it, it's unlikely to be molten wax, but it, again, it will it will show you, take you through the process okay. um, because obviously it, it, it it's a case of health and safety. Health yeah. and safety is the sponge, the, the, the fun sponge in life, isn't it, really? It is. It soaks up the fun. We do the best that we can, but again, it's showing people the basics of how to produce a candle, what they might need to do it. And again, if that's something they want to do, they can go off into the trade hall, visit all the exhibitors and buy the stuff there that day. Exactly, yeah. And that's Gwenon Grifford? Yes, uh, yeah. Well, it's, I think it's Ankarad that's doing the actual demo. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then following that, effective use of Asian hornet traps. This has to be um, a kind of a must-see for anyone that is currently... A little bit concerned about the now I've, I've got to give it a slightly different name the yellow-legged asian hornet because apparently there's so many and that's something i learned late last year when i was chatting on the podcast um but yeah the yellow-legged asian hornet that we now have in this country and it says it's andy wattam from the national bee unit is that right mm, that isn't that is a name from the past that we didn't isn't think it? we'd hear again isn't it Fantastic. but isn't it lovely Brilliant. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So is uh, Andy's going to be coming along to talk about yes. how to set these traps up? Is that he is? So so Andy's rejoined the National Bee Unit. Thankfully, okay. after after a break, he, he yeah. was in a previous uh, in a previous role, the Nas- National Bee Inspector, and he's come back and and thank goodness because what an experienced man he is, and he's coming to show us how to effectively use an Asian hornet trap. Now, you will all be aware, as I'm, I'm Stuart is painfully aware as well, there are lots of traps. The trap market is moving. There's, there's uh, a lot of information out there about bycatch now. We want to be sure that we're just trapping the specific 
predator that we're after and so forth. So really, this is Andy showing what how to effectively use the Asian hornet trap. And I think if you'd agree, from, from last summer to now, the advice is changing, as is the number of traps and the modifications to traps that are coming to market as well. No, absolutely. And I can't think, as you say, of anyone more experienced to take that up and and give a demonstration. I, something that I forgot to ask is the the date of the the show. It's it's the end of February, isn't it? Yes, it it is Saturday, the twenty fourth of February, <clears throat> and the show opens at nine a.m. and closes at four p.m. So we've done the morning showcase seminars. We've done the afternoon demo theatre. There's food and drink available, so you don't have to take a pack lunch. There is there is a, a range of food and drink available, going from sort of grab and go sandwiches and so forth up to hot meals available as well. And um, they will be available throughout the show. There will be a, a coffee area, small coffee area, towards the middle of of the show, and then there will be one smaller coffee area right at the very far end of the hall. So you'll not be far away from a refreshment at any point, light refreshment drinks at any point. Cool. Okay. And in terms of Getting tickets, how do, how can people get tickets for the show? So to get tickets to the show, if you just simply go to our website, which is uh, thebeekeepingshow.co.uk, and then you go on there, click on the link to book a ticket, you'll be taken to our, our ticket booking software, from which there you can enter all your detail, make the online payment, and then you get emailed uh, tickets with uh, QR codes and barcodes, which then you can either print out and bring to the show, or you can show them on the screen, and then we'll read those as you come through uh, the entrance to the show. Last year, we were commended for the way that we didn't have long queues, and we got people through the entrance process, the check-in in process very quickly. We're duplicating that process again this year. So you can still buy tickets on the day via cash or card, but the preferred option, the speedier option, is to buy your ticket online in advance, and then we'll get you through processed into the trade hall as quickly as you can, because we need to to get you into Stuart's first uh, lecture there at, at 9.30, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Don't be late. Um, and if there's anyone out there that wants to come say hello, do come come and join me in the well seminar demo theatre, seminar slash demo theatre, because I'll be about, although it sounds like I'm going to be fairly busy herding people in and out and, and keeping them on a, a tight time schedule. So for anyone, any of the exhibitors that are listening that are in my seminars, be warned, there will be a clock running. Yeah. So is there anything else that you want to add about the beekeeping show Rob? no i mean i think what we've tried to do is to bring to you a trade show with a varying amount of exhibitors those that produce hives those that produce apps those that produce wonderful uh, shiny stainless steel we've got those that breed queens in this country as well there are a number of queen breeders there which again they're worth going along and having a chat with again you get more information with having a chat with someone than you do reading websites we've got Obviously, the, the bee charities that are joining us. We've got a, a couple of notable new entrants as well. A National Bee Unit are joining us this year, which is great. So whilst Andy's doing his presentation in the afternoon, anyone can go and talk about their concerns of bee health with the National Bee Unit at, at their stand. We welcome again our European visitors as well, of which we have a number of those, you know, with their shiny stainless steel kit, their, their feed, whatever it is that, yeah. you know, the good old favourites are, are all there, thankfully. Obviously, we've got 
the great UK following and with the Thorns there with their large stand as well, which is always very well staffed. And I think the key with all of this is is having those conversations and getting the support and the backup that you might need when you're buying, taking a purchase with anybody that is at the show exhibiting. Cool. And I'm sure that most of the main exhibitors will be doing their show offers, their special sales and ordering beforehand and collecting from the show. You've got an a separate area for that haven't you? yeah i was just going to come to that so <clears throat> we've got a number of exhibitors that are running special offers on the day so they will have their their show sales just to mention separately because just to avoid any confusion because there have been a number of questions already rawlings who were previously known as compact the glass supplier yep. are attending the show but they're running on the same principle as they did last year where they will take orders at the show but they will deliver them to you after the show so that that you've not got to you know go and hire a van to get all these boxes of jars all the supers and everything else you need rammed in together so they will deliver those separately but if you have done a pre-order through any of our exhibitors there is a wax collection and pre-order area just outside one of the main entrances to, to the building which there will be signs up to show everyone you are able for larger purchase to be able to drive from the main car park now car parking on site is a first come first serve basis but it is free we do have a number of spaces uh, available to us there but there is vehicular access that then comes down to, to enable you if you've got to pick up boxes of foundation boxes of pre-ordered supers or a brand new extract whatever it is you can actually drive on a one-way system okay. and get down to collect everything which is pretty key and if you want to bring your wax and exchange it there will be a wax exchange out there in the car park as well so you can bring your cleaned wax i will say cleaned because yeah. you know you don't want to be turning up with nasty horrible bits with bags full of bees and all sorts your cleaned wax that's ready for exchange and you can exchange that in the car park for that lovely new foundation as beekeepers everyone will be delighted that part of that process is no money changes hands yeah absolutely i'm assuming that there'll be a reserved car parking space for me as i'm working in the morning i'll look out for my sign you're, you're what reserved mr yeah, sphinx yeah, yeah exactly so, yeah. that's great yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay well i i think that kind of covers everything about the show don't forget it's on saturday the 24th of february it opens at nine o'clock sharp telford international center get online and have a look at the map so you know where you've got to be as rob has said there are hotels locally that you can stop the night before, and I imagine I'll be in one of those too. And don't forget to go onto the website, which is thebeekeepingshow.co.uk, and there you can access all the information and also, more importantly, pre-order your tickets, pay for those, so that you don't have to worry about queuing up when you get there on the day. Rob, thanks so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. And uh, I'm looking forward to meeting up with you and all of the other guys at the show on the 24th. Thank you, Stuart. And I, I, th- I should imagine that you're, whilst you're looking forward to the morning, you're looking forward more to the afternoon to, to meet and greet some of the people that enjoy your channel. Yeah, I'll be looking forward to the whole day. Uh, yes. Great. Uh, we'll catch up soon. Cheers. Lovely. Thank you. Bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed that little preview of the beekeeping show here in the UK. Don't forget to take a look at the website. And I do hope that if any of you are attending the show, that you'll come along and say hello to me, either at the showcase seminars, or I'll be wandering around the hall in the afternoon, having a look at all of the exhibitors that we've got there. So 
please do stop me and say hello. It'd be great to catch up. Finally, don't forget to check out my website, www.norfolk-honey.co.uk. And for my latest videos and podcasts with more updates, tips and techniques, it's the same Patreon page, www.patreon.com forward slash Norfolk Honey. And remember, I'm Stuart Spinks, and that was beekeeping short and sweet. <laughs>